Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That we on the rise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That even if my circumstances would like to keep me down, yes. it's impossible. Yes. Come on, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. It's just like oh, the grave man. couldn't hold Jesus. Yes. Come on, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. This life can't hold me, can't hold you. Yes. Gravity can't hold you. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Your circumstance can't hold you. Hallelujah. Because when God decree a thing, when God give a word, mm. it's settled. Yes. Somebody say settled. Settled. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all need to act like it's been settled Hallelujah. for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody ever got a Hallelujah. settlement? Come on. Oh, God. Yes. Anybody ever got a settlement? Come on. Amen. Yes. And you know how sometimes you got to wait forever to get that settlement? Forever. When that thing come through, man, you ready to fall out. Amen. You ready to give God yes. praise. <laughs> you don't care who look at you like you crazy. Because you know it's been settled on your yes. behalf. Come on here, Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. And because it's been settled on my behalf. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I could just look at my circumstances and laugh. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the devil don't realize what I got in my spiritual bank. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He don't know what I'm packing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh Glory God. to God. He's been trying to judge this book by cover. Come on, he don't know what's on the inside. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, get your Bibles. I'm excited about Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm excited. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God is performing what he said he would do. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, there shall be there shall be a performance. Come on here, say it again. Say, there shall be a performance. Hallelujah. And we ain't talking about Showtime at the Apollo either. Come on, we ain't talking about your favorite singer or your favorite musician or your favorite group. We're talking about God is going to do what he says. Hallelujah. And not only is he going to do, he is doing what he says. Come on, somebody say he's doing it. He's, he's doing, doing it. it. But that's not the message. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so we're going to the book of 1 Timothy this morning. Amen. I want to share with you this morning some of the things that the Lord was dealing with my heart. Amen. I want to encourage you because I'm realizing that we are in a pivotal place right now, and we got to be mindful about God's instructions. Come on, amen. amen. And when God gives instructions amen. and he tells you what to do, you got to follow what he says. Yes. Amen. amen. Somebody say, to the letter. To the letter. Amen. You got to follow it to the letter. So I'm going to give you quite a few verses of scripture. We're going to start in 1 Timothy, amen, chapter 4. Amen. Did I need somebody to get 1 Kings chapter 13? And we're going to go over there in a minute. Amen. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 3 says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly. That in latter times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. Now, if you are reading this in the King James, it says, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Okay? Hallelujah. So, if you got that in it, underline that. Amen. Through the insincerity of liars. Somebody say liars. Liars. Whose consciences are seared. Who forbid marriage and require abstinence from foods that God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. Amen. We're going to stop right there because we're not going to start talking about pork chops and, you know, 
stuff like that. We ain't talking about that. Amen. But I want to concentrate on this first and second verse. Amen. Somebody read that to me in the King James. Who got King James in front of? Read that real quick. I know this is, we, we be reading from the ESV up in here. Amen. We love the ESV. But who got King James? I want to hear how he said it. Go ahead. Now the Spirit speaketh expressively that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Amen. Amen. And so I want us to look at the fact that there is an operation of things that takes place when a spirit of seduction comes in. Come on. Amen. amen. And the one thing that happens that is unequivocal is that you depart from the faith. Come on. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. And one of the things I'm finding out is as God begins to bring us in and as God begins to speak to our hearts and as God begins to give us his instruction about what he has called us to do, what he wants us to do, where he wants us to go, where he wants us to separate from, the things he wants us to say, as he begins to deal with us about those things, there is a spirit that comes along to try to make you to depart from that thing. Come on. Amen. Amen. So Paul is talking here and he's giving this letter to Timothy and he's telling him, listen, I need you to pay attention. And when you read on in this chapter, he says, listen, I need you to preach and teach and command this. Let everybody know that they need to be prepared to deal with the spirit of seduction. Now, here's my problem. When we start talking about seduction, first thing we start thinking about is naked people. You know what I'm saying? Somebody doing something sexual. That's only one facet. And if you think in one track like that, then you're going to miss when the spirit shows up. Come on, amen. Seduction is not just somebody coming around and trying to kiss on your neck or something foolish like that. Amen. Seduction has to do with taking you away from the purpose of God. What God has designed and what he has set forth for you to do before the foundation of the world. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So let me give you a definition. Hallelujah. Y'all here? Amen. Praise our God. I want to give you definition of seduction. Amen. Hallelujah. This is from the Greek lexicon, and it means to deceive, to be deceived, to lead astray, to be misguided, to stray away. The word is planeo, okay? And it is the root word of the English term planet, okay? Which means a wandering body. Now picture that. This is what, now we're supposed to be stable, we're supposed to be we're supposed to sit in the presence of God. We're supposed to be led by God. Doesn't the scripture tell us as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God? Amen. Come on, amen. Doesn't Romans chapter 8 tell us about, amen, how we have to be mindful not to be led by our flesh but by the spirit? Why does God give us these admonitions? Because he understands that there is always going to be something pulling at your heart. There's always going to be something trying to pull you out of your assignment. There's always going to be something that is going to come at a pivotal moment in your life. I have found out that right before my greatest blessings have come the greatest temptations. Come on here. Amen. Some of my greatest temptations. Things that I had to hold on to my pillow and pray through. Come on, amen. And ask God to keep me through this so I don't lose my mind. Come on, amen. So I don't say the wrong thing. So I don't make the wrong choice. Because the spirit of seduction 
comes to make me a wandering body. Amen. Come on here. And if I'm not being led by the Spirit, then that means I'm only doing one other thing, and that's, come on, which is wandering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. This term nearly always conveys the sin of roaming. That means that you can't be still. I'm not talking about getting up physically and moving. I'm talking about in your spirit, you can't be settled. You can't, you can't settle on a thing because there's always something drawing your way. Okay. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Amen. Planeo means to get off course, to deviate from the correct path or the correct circuit, roaming into error to be misled. Now, let me tell you something. Not all the time that when we are misled is it because, you know what I'm saying, we were deceived. A lot of time we are misled because we're not listening. Mm. Come on here. Because God give us instruction and we don't follow it. Amen. I was thinking about um, yesterday, thinking about and writing something down, just meditating on the Lord, and thinking about um, how we have separation anxiety. Hallelujah. And our separation anxiety, you might say, I don't got no separation anxiety. Yes, we do. We are anxious about separating from our own ways. We are anxious about separating from this world. We have to have everything lined up, A, B, C, D. I got to know how this is going to pan out before I start doing that. We need an answer, you know what I'm saying, before the question even comes. And it makes it hard for us to follow God because we want the answer right now. Come on, amen. amen. And so I'm finding that a lot of times that it, it's, it's, it takes time to sit still and just hear God and don't move even if you feel like, I want to make this choice. Even if this looks like this is the right decision. It looks like it's the right decision to just go get, go get a building today. Why? Because we need to be able to have a place where we can have Bible study. And I have to go over here and go have Bible study. You know what I'm saying? But we got to be led by God. Yeah. We got to do what God say in his time. Right. Come on, his time. Yeah. And God's time and our time is not the same thing. Amen. Come on, amen. amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah, amen. There's times, amen, I want to say something to people in my family and tell them about what I know God is doing. I've been wanting to tell them. I've been wanting to just give them the word. And sometimes give peace of my mind too. Come on, amen. But I know that that's not the plan of God. Amen. amen. And if I wander off into my flesh, I'm going to mess up what God is doing. Amen. Come on, amen. God is orchestrating what he wants in his time, and then we want to put our hand in it. Amen. You know what I'm saying? One thing I can't stand is when I'm cooking, don't come to my kitchen trying to, you know, add no seasoning to my pot. <laughs> come on, amen. Don't be in there trying to wash dishes while I'm cooking. Come on, get out my kitchen. This is my domain right now. Y'all know what I'm saying. Come on, amen. You like anybody in the kitchen with you when you're trying to get, get out? Don't get in the way because you, you, you lose your train of thought. You know what I'm saying? You lose your focus. And that's what this is about. This is why, this is why Paul wrote this letter to Timothy. To help him understand you got to stay focused. You got to, you got to keep your ear to what God is saying. Because this spirit is going number one. Make you depart from the faith. Make you walk away from what God has commanded you to do. And let me tell you something. This is not the hour to be walking away in the spirit of deception. Come on, amen. This is not the hour to be missing God. 
Amen. The scripture tell us the hour is now closer than when we first believed. We ain't got no time to be playing no games. Amen. Come on here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So what might be looking good to me may not be good for me. And I don't want anything making me depart from my faith. Verse 1 also tells us that 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 in the last time that people would give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, meaning that we stop what we're doing and not just hear what these spirits are saying, but we follow them. Mm -hmm. Follow them. What is the likelihood that you was following God and then you stop following him and follow another spirit? Mm This is the hour that we're living in. You better not say that'll never happen to me. If you are not walking in the spirit, yes, it will happen to you. Hallelujah. Amen, somebody. Amen. If we're not walking in the spirit, now this ain't no, oh, be scared. No, but you got to understand, you got to be in touch with who you are and who you're not. You got to understand, amen, that in our flesh we have proclivities, we got issues, we got stuff we like to do, we got like we got stuff that we are drawn away to, and we got to be honest about that stuff and make sure that we're not following no other spirit. Come on, amen. Hallelujah. Giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. This is the hour that I've heard so many lying teachings from people who call themselves believers. Lord Jesus. Number three, lying and living a double life. The scripture says they speak lies in hypocrisy. You in church a hypocrite. Come on here. Amen. Amen. Lying can't tell the truth to save your life. Lie like this carpet on the floor. Can't tell the truth for nothing. I mean, and the bad thing about it is some people don't even have to think about lying. They just look at you and say, no, yes. And no, they lying. You know how I would ask my kids, did you do dishes? Yes, ma'am. No, good, well, they ain't did no dishes. Is the kitchen clean? Yes, ma'am. I had one who used to say that they was washing the dishes and they was throwing them outside in the woods behind the house. <laughs> lying. You know who did that. <laughs> we went to tear down the porch because we wanted to make the porch longer. And when they tore the porch down, we found all our pots. Up underneath the deck. Dishes. Forks. A whole pot set. I'm like, where are my pots? Who is walking away with my pots? My child put them up underneath the deck. Hallelujah. And one Christmas she had the nerve to buy me a set of pots after we found out. Talking about she wanted to replace the pots that she put up underneath the porch. When she was younger. <laughs> Lie. Hypocrite. A hypocrite. Give me tell what makes a hypocrite. A person is a hypocrite who lives a double life. Meaning you say one thing and you live something else. It's not, oh, I fell into sin and I repented and I asked God to help me. No, a hypocrite is somebody who is trying to do two things at the same time. They're trying to live in sin and they're trying to live for Jesus at the same time. And neither one of them are winning. Hallelujah. Amen. Number, number, the fourth thing is, in verse 2 it says, hey, they have their conscience seared with the hot iron. I mean, they lack sensitivity. This is a people that is past feeling. This is why you got to obey God. Because if you don't listen to God, don't think he's going to keep coming to you, telling you the same thing over and over again. Come on here. Amen. Amen. After a while, God's going to stop talking to you. Mm-hmm. Right. He's not going to keep 
scripture says, my spirit will not always strive with man. That's right. Amen. Amen. So we want God. God, give me two more confirmations and then mm. I'm going to go. <laughs> Come on. Right? The Lord said for you to go and lay hands and pray for somebody. Okay, Lord, just give me one more confirmation because, you know, I don't want to be out of order. You know what I'm saying? If he told you go around the corner, go pick up $1,500 because you're going to find it on the corner, you ain't going to be like, let me get a confirmation. <laughs> you're going to drive yourself around that corner and go look, see if that money there, right? right. Tell the truth. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to stuff that puts our pride on the spot, mm -hmm. where we have to actually look like a fool in front of other people, then we want confirmation. Mm -hmm. Come on, amen. 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 Mm -hmm. amen. This is a people, amen, when we have been overcome by the spirit of seduction, amen, this is a people that is past feeling who have ignored the convicting power of the Holy Ghost and have overrode the Holy Ghost and does what they want to do. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. This is a being led away, being wooed away by another spirit. Let's go to 1 Kings. Hallelujah. I love this chapter. Hallelujah. Verse 1. Hallelujah. And it says, And behold, a man of God came out of Judah by the word of the Lord to Bethel. Jeroboam was standing by the altar to make offerings. And the man cried against the altar by the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord. Behold, a son shall be born to the house of David, Josiah by name. And he shall sacrifice on you the priests of the high places who make offerings on you and human bones shall be burned on you. And he gave a sign the same day saying, this is a sign that the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be torn down and the ashes that are on it shall be poured out. And when the king heard the saying of the man of God, which cried against the altar of Bethel. Now listen to this. When he heard the saying of the man of God, which cried against the altar at Bethel, Jeroboam stretched out his hand from the altar saying, seize him. And his hand, which he stretched out against him, dried up so that he could not draw it back to himself. Now, here is this man of God that had come to declare the word of the Lord to the king. Mm -hmm. To tell him that judgment is coming. Okay? And the king wanted to lay hands on him. And God keeps him. Now, this is what you got to pay attention to. God keeps him. Because he was within his assignment. He was doing what God told him to do. He was following the instruction. But as you keep reading, you find that the king, when he realized that he couldn't lay hands on him and he needed healing, the man of God prays for him so that he gets healed. Okay? And then you keep reading, and the man of God makes his way to go back home. And as he's on his way home, there is a prophet in town who finds out that the man of God was just in town and he's on his way home. And he asked his sons, which way did the man of God go? Now, this is this is the thing. I pay attention to terminology. Here he was a prophet. We don't know if he was a prophet of God or a prophet of Baal. He just says he was a prophet. But we know for a fact that this was a man of God. We know for a fact that this was a man who was on assignment from God to do the will of God, that God kept him from the plans of the enemy no matter what. And here he is. The prophet wants to come and try to prophesy a lie. And said to him, because now the king invited him, come over here and eat with me. 
And he told the king, he said, nope. He said, because the Lord gave me instruction. He told me which way to go. He told me which way to go back home. And I'm not going no place else but to this place that God told me to go. Come on, amen. amen. Right. Now, it's good for us when we see the power of God, we start following Jesus. Right? He saw the power. He believed God. He's going to stick to his assignment. But here comes this prophet with the spirit of seduction. Mm. To come and tell him something contrary to what God said. Now, don't we have the word of God that tells us it does not matter if an angel comes down out of heaven saying something other than what the word said. Don't believe him. Don't hear him. Come on, ain't that scripture? That you're supposed to follow God and God only. But we let the words, thus said the Lord, move us. Even when we know down in our spirit what God told us. I don't care if somebody come and prophesy to you and tell you to do something other than what God told you to do. Follow what he said. Don't be seduced out of your assignment. Don't be seduced out of your destiny. Don't be seduced out of what God had for you. And in the end, end up like this man of God who loses his life but not following God's instruction. That's where we are, saints. The spirit of seduction have come to take us off track right as we feel like, okay, I did what God told me to do. Guess what? Your temptation beforehand is not the only thing you face. Even in the throes of your assignment, you're going to face the temptation to go the other way. Mm-hmm. Come on here. Amen. amen. How many of y'all did what God said to do, and then in the end you feel like, what did I do that for? I don't even feel like I should have even obeyed God. This is a pain in the neck. Why I got to go through all this? I obeyed God. And then you get to a fight, a place of fighting after you obey God. Temptation after you obey God. You did what he said. Now what's this about? Let's read down here because I'm going to read to you from the scripture and see what it says. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go down to verse, verse 14. Well, that's too far. Verse 11. It says, Now an old prophet lived in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. They also told to their father the words that he had spoken to the king. And their father said to them, Which way did he go? And his son showed him the way that the man of God who came from Judah had gone. And he said to his sons, Saddle me the donkey so that... So they saddled the donkey for him, and he mounted it. And he went after the man of God and found him sitting under the oak. Let me tell you something, how strong the spirit of seduction is. That spirit will chase you down to wherever you go. He was on his way home. That man had to go find him. Don't you think that the enemy is not going to try to chase after you to get you off focus and cause you to do something other than what God said? Do you understand how important it is for you to walk in obedience to the things that God has told you? I don't care what they're doing down the street. Come on here, somebody say amen. Amen. I don't care what they're doing around the corner. I don't care who is renting the church out once a week to raise hell. What did God tell you to do? We talk about this in prayer, that God is going to raise up to himself a priest that will walk in obedience to him and do all that is in God's heart and that will go in and out in his presence. Not this foolishness we watching out here. Not this stuff that we do what we want and then say, I'm God's child. 
Let me tell you something. When you belong to God, you don't have a right to do what you want to do. This stuff that we call in Christianity is not. This stuff, somebody said to me yesterday, bless her heart. Because I was talking about the fact that we can't say that we are believers and then our life betray us. We have been deceived. If we think that we can say we are gods and then go out there and do what the world is doing. You cannot. Because this world is not your home. You don't belong to yourself. You belong to God. You got to understand how important that is that you belong to God. Yes, your mama is your mama. Your daddy is your daddy. But you belong to God. Yes, you might be 20 plus 10 or whatever, but you belong to God. And this person said to me, well, it's because of religion. No, it's not because of religion. It's because people have false conversions. And people think that they are saved when they ain't saved. Come on here. Amen. Anytime you can make a confession and walk away from it and think that you can just do whatever you want to do, you ain't make the right confession. Come on here. This stuff, we have been deceived. The word of God is strong. Come on here. Amen. And God is coming for everything that's his. He wants us to be aware so that we don't slip up like this man of God. All right? Let's keep reading here. Here's that spirit come chasing after him. Hallelujah. And he said to him, are you the man of God who came from Judah? Look, he could have said, mm -hmm, honey, leave me alone. He said, yeah, I am. Because, you know, we glad about that. Yeah, that was me. Oh, you heard about how the Lord used me? Mm. Yeah, that was me. You heard that prophetic word, that strong word I gave? Yes, that was me. Don't the Bible say pride go before fall? Uh, come on here. Amen. Amen. Then he said to him, come home with me and eat bread. And he said, I may not return with you or go in with you. Neither will I eat bread or drink water with you in this place. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, you shall not eat bread nor drink water there nor return by the way you came. Can I tell you something? Sometimes you ain't even got to, please, don't tell people what the Lord told you. Just obey his word. Amen? Because somebody will always try to, this is like, People always trying to one-up you. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you, can, you can write something on Facebook and say, the Lord bless me, blah, blah, blah. Well, the Lord bless me with something, something, something. <laughs> okay, well, can we just rejoice with those that rejoice? Goodness gracious, is this a competition? Good Lord. Somebody always trying to one-up. So here he go, boasting because the Lord told me, honey. He told me not to go back that way. He told me don't eat nothing here. He told me don't drink nothing here. He told me not to sit around here and do none of this stuff with you. He told me don't even go back home the way that I came. I'm going to obey God. And listen to this lying prophet. Listen to what he said. Hallelujah. And he said to him, I am also a prophet as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord saying, bring him back with you. I hear the angel's a lying spirit. Bring him back with you into your house that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied to him. So he went back with him and ate bread at his house, in his house, and drank water. And as they sat at the table, the word of the Lord came to the prophet who had brought him back. And he cried to the man of God who came from Judah, thus saith the Lord, because you have disobeyed the word of the Lord and have not kept the commandment of, that the Lord your God commanded you, but have come back and have eaten bread and drunk water in the place of which he said to you, 
eat no bread and drink no water, your body shall not come to the tomb of your fathers. And after he had eaten and eaten bread and drunk, let me tell you something. If the Lord spoke that to me, man, I ain't gonna sit down and finish eating my meal. Like, you gonna still sit there, man? I'm getting on my face. I'm like, I'm gonna do a Hezekiah. Turn my face to the wall. Come on, Jesus, give me some more time. He didn't even do that. Which shows me that he was in the throes of pride. And pride will seduce us every single time because we think that we can do this on our own. We think that we are the anointed one. Come on, amen. God has showed me so many Honey, honey, praying it ain't about you, honey. You would not be able to put one foot in front of the other if it wasn't for Jesus. Come on. Amen. Wouldn't know what God is saying. Wouldn't know what direction to go. Come on, amen. Who do we think we are? Who do we think we are that we don't have to obey God? You mean to tell me that it takes God cutting us down to this before we understand? Now, this ain't no word of judgment. This is a word of warning. Because whenever the Lord say, beware, you better watch out because the spirit of seduction is coming. <laughs> Amen. It's coming. If you have not been experiencing it yet, it's coming. And there are things that open us up to this. Amen. There are doors that open us up. When we have unmet needs, we don't feel like we're being recognized like we should be. You know what I'm saying? That pride get out there that we try to get acclimation, you know, acclaim from other people. And we open the door to be seduced because we're walking in pride. Sometimes we hold in grudges. I'm mad at Prophet Ronnie. And because I'm mad at you, that means I'm holding a grudge. And because I'm holding this grudge, then that means that I seduce my own self into thinking that I can still get on my face and pray while I'm holding something in my heart against you. Come on here. Seduced and don't know it. Walk and we think, I got the power of God in my life, but I can't stand you. Come on. This, this is... This is the kind of relationship with the Lord that some of these people have. And I'm trying to understand what cross did they kneel before? What altar did they lay their life down at? And what Jesus did they surrender to? Because this is not the God of the Bible that would allow us to behave in that manner. Come on, amen. amen. And we will seek to justify our rebellion for holding a grudge. Mind you, we have no heaven and no hell to put nobody in. Come on. Then when we find ourselves in discontent and anger and strife, strife, we seek our own way. We start setting up little divisions in the church or on our job because we're discontent. Do you know that that's the spirit of seduction that makes us think that that's okay? Come on here. We just say, oh, that's the spirit of division. It's seduction at work. Because somebody has turned away and departed from the faith and have allowed themselves to follow after that stuff. Come on here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And our problem is we don't realize that we're in the same situation that Adam and Eve were in in Genesis chapter 3. Here they are. And God said, don't touch the tree. You can touch every other tree in the garden. Just don't touch that tree. Every other tree. You got, you got carte blanche. Just don't touch that one. 
and they couldn't listen. Here comes Satan. Did God really say that you couldn't eat the fruit on that tree? That don't make sense. Why would he tell you that you couldn't eat off of that tree if he said that you could have your way in the garden? Come on, ain't that how we get duped? Mm -hmm. Then we sit down and we try to figure out, wonder what did God really mean? We don't go back to God and say, Lord, what's your heart on this? Yes. But we make our own decisions. Oh and we follow our own heart. We do what we want to do instead of obeying God. Come on here. Don't be like this prophet. Don't be like that man of God that misses God and you lose out on everything. This, let me tell you something. This is the one thing that I pray about all the time. That I not be like Moses. Moses... Brought the people all the way to the edge of the promised land. And he didn't get to go. That can't be my testimony. That's the same thing with this prophet and this man of God. He is the man of God. You finished your assignment. You don't get to see God use you no more. You don't get to walk in the fullness of your calling and experience the fullness of the mantle of God that is on your life. You just got that one experience. And after that one experience, you fall. And you never get let, let God use you again because of your pride. Because you have not allowed God to really get in your heart. So I just want us to be warned today that we don't fall into the spirit of seduction. Stop thinking it's about naked people and being lured after a car and a house and whatever. It's so much deeper than that. This is really back to the fight for the soul of man. Because the enemy is not satisfied with you messing up one time. He want to jack you up for my eternity. God, my God, my God. That's what he want to do. He want, he want to steal your destiny. He ain't going to heaven and he don't want you to go either. So anything that he can do to mess you up, anything that he can do to take your eyes and make you, take your eyes off what God said and make you a wandering planet, you can't be still, you so busy fault finding, you so busy living a life of secrecy, you so busy living a double life, you so busy doing all these other things instead of just obeying God. We got to walk in obedience. I don't know about nobody else, but I want to obey God. Amen. I don't want, when, when the Lord pull the covers off me, I want to be like, oh my God, please don't show that. Mm. Please don't tell nobody that, Lord. Hallelujah. Please, please Lord, don't, don't, don't uncover me, Jesus. Don't let nobody see that I've been walking in deception. This is, this is the cry of the heart of God for us to really give God ourselves. For real, for real. Amen. Amen. And not be seduced. Don't give heed to these seducing spirits and these doctrines of devils. See, what the devil will tell us is that it's okay. You all right. You all right. You all right. You all right. You ain't got to worry about that. You don't have to. God, he ain't going to be mad at you. Go ahead and do what you want to do. Because you got grace. This is what the enemy trying to tell us. But we don't want to abuse the grace that God has given us. We don't want to take it for granted. And I don't want to be like this man of God who have abused the grace of God and my whole destiny. Everything that God has spoken over my life goes down the tube because I didn't follow one block of instruction. He said, don't go that way. 
And when God tells you don't go that way, don't go that way. And maybe it may not be your life, but the loss that you suffer may be more than what you can afford. It may, it may, it may be hurtful. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't follow what God is telling you to do. We know what God wants us to do down on the inside. That's why sometimes we go and ask God. Because we can feel his spirit leading us. Go this way. Go this way. Go this way. But Lord, you know, this is really nice over here. I like all these flowers. I like these buildings. I like the scenery. I like the, the, the way that the, the air blows from that direction. All of that good stuff. We know. But it's still something in us, in our flesh, that want to do what we want to do. And we got to get to the place that we surrender. Give God our rebellious hearts. Amen. Our rebellious hearts. Study the spirit of seduction. Study and find out. I mean, it's, this right here is like there's no way we can cover this this morning because there's so much to this spirit. So much. And I kept, you know, every time I was doing a study and I'm looking up stuff and they keep saying this is connected to the spirit of Jezebel. And I'm like, well, how is it connected to Jezebel? Because Jezebel wasn't trying to get in the bed with nobody, so, you know, so to speak. You know, she, but that spirit of manipulation, that spirit of flattery and applause, that spirit, amen, that want to do what they want to do and be self-willed instead of obeying God. Come on here. Amen. Amen. You ain't, you, ain't, Amen. you ain't got to be out here in the street dropping it like it's hot to be under the spirit of seduction. Amen. Come on. Amen. But it is time for us to yield our wills to God, our whole life. Amen. Amen. And we need to separate ourselves from everything and everybody that don't want to live in submission to God. Everything and everybody. They want to be my friend? Come on. Tell them, I'm sorry, I love you. We could be friends on the fly, but guess what, honey? Mm -mm. How can two walk together except they be agreed? And I'm not going to be your ace, boom, cool, and your friend, your buddy, your pal. You ain't going to be ringing my phone off the hook. And guess what? You ain't, you ain't trying to live for God. You trying to seduce me out of the purposes of God. I got to follow what God is saying. Hallelujah. I got to obey what God is saying. How many of y'all want what God has promised your life? Come on. How many of y'all want to see all of it? God bless you. How many of y'all want to, amen, walk in the fullness? I don't want to just have a part of it. I want the whole thing. The whole thing. Not part of it. I want to see my loved ones saved. I want to see the things that God has promised. I want to see that stuff come to pass. I told y'all about that time where I was fooling around and was going through and that man just said one thing to me in that inbox. One thing. Oh, you look nice. My head just went crazy. Why? Because my mind was already someplace else. My mind was somewhere else. And you got to know yourself. Don't play no games. Don't be playing around. Don't be acting like you don't know what's wrong with you. Come on here. And, and I knew and I felt in my spirit, I said, God, if I fall into this foolishness, I already know, you know what I'm saying, that it's going to mess up my whole life. My whole life. That's why I tell myself. So I got on the phone, yes. I was like, look, yes. let me tell yes. you what happened. Yes. And this is what happened. I don't yes. ever leave myself without a witness. My God, yes. Come on here. I'm not leaving myself without no witness. Because somebody might say, well, I sent, honey, y'all, and let me tell you who else I told. I'm going to tell on myself because I'm going to be saved. Come on here. Amen. 
Look, look, look. I done cried too much. And I'm going to tell you something. When we're going through and we're feeling empty and we're feeling like we're broken, the enemy will always try to seduce us out of the plan of God mm -hmm. because we're open. Come on. Amen. Right at that yeah. point when we would normally not even listen to him because we're hurting, our ears open. Because something is going on in us, because there's a longing that's not being fulfilled, our ear is open. And that spirit of seduction will cause us to wander away from God and everything that God has promised us. So you got to, you, you got to be about, about it like they say. You got to be serious about this thing. You got, you got to fight with everything that is in you. You got to get on your face and you got to ask God to strengthen you. You're going to have to have, you're going to have, to have people that you can be accountable to so that somebody can pray you through, somebody who know your heart, know your spirit, know where you are. Hello? Because we really don't want nobody in our business like that. Because I'm shy. And God is speaking to me. Child, bye, Felicia. <laughs> Come over here. In a heartbeat. I'm like, look, this is not Apostle Fran calling you today. This is Fran calling. Okay? So can we have prayer? Okay? Because I had a cuss word in the back of my, right back here. And I felt it coming. Come on, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. I'm so tired of people getting up here trying to preach and know that they ain't got a, 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 an ounce of salvation. Know that they ain't really... They ain't really resisting no temptation. Come on. And when they leave out of here, they're going to go be with Joe Small and whoever else. Come on. I want God. And I want him so bad that I'm willing to expose myself. Come on here. Took me a minute to get to that place. Because you know what? The spirit of seduction will have us live in secrecy. The spirit of seduction will say, you can't tell nobody that. The spirit of seduction will say, girl, don't you tell nobody you get low with you. Uh-uh, you don't tell nobody that. Don't you tell nobody that you're going through. Don't you, put a smile on. The spirit of seduction didn't say lies, speaking lies and hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. Don't you know when you're talking about fake it till you make it, that's a lie? Mm -hmm. You can't fake it till you make it. Either you making it or you're not. Come on here. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's time for us to stop faking it. It's time for us to just really be serious with God and say, Lord, everything that is in me, because I can't afford to miss God this time. I don't care what I did in the past. I don't care whatever kind of fumbles I made. I don't care about whatever I said or whatever I didn't deliver on or whatever, you know what I'm saying, went on with me and whoever, you know what I'm saying, got the golden ticket, know my business, that's their business. From this point on, I am free of myself. I'm not letting nothing separate me from the love of God. Nothing. That has to be your mindset. That you don't let anything separate you. Nothing at all. I don't care who they are, how much you love them, how, 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 how close y'all are. I don't care if that's been your friend for 20 years, 30 years, 50 years. Bye. Because if your heart is not on the things of God, then we can't walk together. If you're trying to pull me into something else, and I know, and here's the thing, we can feel that fight going on inside of us. You know, if somebody trying to get us to do something other, 
And I'm sure that that man of God, when that prophet stood up to him and said to him, this is what the Lord said. The Lord said, you can come home with me today. I know something in him said, don't go. Don't listen to him. And how many times have we overrode what God has spoken to us and gone where he said, don't go. And we paid for it. We paid dearly for it. Paid in tears. Paid in heartache. We probably lost money. I have. Lord said, don't, don't spend that money on that. Oh, but this is nice. I want to be able to. Mm -mm. Total loss. Total loss. So it's not just others or somebody else coming to try to deceive you. Don't deceive yourself. Don't seduce yourself. Don't convince yourself that you can just do whatever and get away with it. Amen? Y'all come on, stand to your feet. Because y'all about to fall asleep in this heat. It's hot in here. About to open the door. Hallelujah. Oh, we Jesus is hot. It's hot. Amen. And that rain ain't helping. <laughs> Be encouraged, saints. But hear the word of the Lord to our hearts today. That we not fall after the spirit of seduction. That we not follow any other spirit. That we shut everything else down and sit down and listen to what God is saying. Because we can't afford what it's going to cost us if we miss God. We can't afford I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Amen. And I told y'all before, when all that stuff was going on me, I, man, I started sitting down thinking about, okay, ooh, that's going to be ugly. I can't do that. That's going to be ugly. You got to think about what it costs you. And when you don't feel like none of this costs you nothing, you're just going to live any kind of way. Come on here. When you ain't really paid for where you at, come on here. Amen. You know it. Come on. And people don't understand that. You just don't want to do what, whatever they want to do. You want to be obedient to God. They don't understand. Well, wonder why? Wonder why? We used to be close. We, I used to be able to talk to you on the phone all the time. And now you act like, you know, God knew. I sure did. Come on. High five. Sure did. Come on. We ain't hanging out like that. Unless you're going where I want to go. Come on. You want to be in Jesus? That's where we go. That's where I want to go. Amen. Amen. Come on, bow your heads. Father, we thank you. God, we give you praise. And we honor you today, God. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, God, for warning. And God, I ask you right now that you would touch your people, that you would touch every person under the sound of my voice. God, give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Give us a heart to discern, God, what is of you and what is not of you. That we not miss you, God. That we not follow the spirit of deception. That we, we not be seduced by the enemy. That it doesn't matter if somebody said the angel of the Lord come or that the angel of the Lord appeared to them. God, help us obey your voice in the name of Jesus. And God, I plead the blood right now over your people. I curse every plan of the enemy that will come to try to trip us up, to try to cause us to miss our destiny, that will cause us, God, to lose out, that will cause us, Father, to get wrapped up in things that are not of you. I pray, God, that you give us a heart to obey you. Help us, God, that we will hear your voice and obey your voice in the name of Jesus. 
that we will hear you calling us to the place of obedience and separation from the works of the flesh, that we'll be led of you, that we'll not be wandering planets, oh God, led astray in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you because you said that you are able to keep what we have committed to you against the day of temptation. So we thank you right now. We yield ourselves to you. We give ourselves to you again, God. Everything that's in us, our mind, our will, our bodies, our emotions, everything about us, God, in the name of Jesus, that we not be seduced, that we not be overcome by the spirit of seduction, that we not miss the plans of God, and the promises of God because of foolery, because of sin, because of seduction. And we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus for keeping us. We thank you, Father, that our eyes shall see everything that you have promised. Our eyes shall see. Our hands shall handle the things that you have promised. God, our feet shall touch the ground of the place that you have called us to. God, and we will experience you, God, like never before in the name of Jesus. And God, we bless you that we will not be moved. We will not be moved, God, in the name of Jesus. We bless you, God, that trouble won't move us. We thank you, God, that temptation won't move us. We thank you, God, that heartache won't move us move us God we thank you God that no temptations and troubles and persecutions nothing that the enemy said will move us not even people in our circle will move us from the place of obedience we thank you right now God and we give you praise come on clap your hands hallelujah come on give God praise hallelujah come on give him glory hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, God, we bless you, Jesus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.